Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Maradero and Sean Starr. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. The Sick Podcast. I'm Sean Starr. That is Tony Marinero. Hi, Tony. That's me. Don't forget the Sick Podcast can be found and tuned into on all of your social media platforms and, of course, wherever podcasts can be found. How you like me now, Tony? LeBron James and the L.A. Lakers, 106-93 winners. Wait, let me see. Who told me the other day that the Lakers would win in six? That would be me. This guy right over here. And, of course, they do that. LeBron James, fourth ring, third team. Mightily impressive. But here's my opening shot. Yeah. Why is LeBron James the face of the National Basketball Association? He is a generational talent in the eyes of a lot of people. Maybe yours, Tony. Not mine. That LeBron James is the greatest basketball player to ever lace him up. And if you believe that LeBron James is the greatest to lace them up. Why is LeBron so insecure? It drives me bananas. He had 28 points in a 106-93. It was never even close. Series clinching win. And what does he talk about after he wins his fourth ring on his third team? What does he tell people? I want my respect. I want my respect. I heard all those doubters. I want my respect. Let me ask. Here's my opening question to you. Yeah. Would Michael Jordan ever say that? If we're comparing LeBron to MJ, because that's what we do, yeah. answer the question. Would Michael Jordan, after winning a championship, come out yeah. and whine and cry, oh, I want my respect, please love me, please love me. Just be quiet, LeBron. Hold Just on a quiet. second. Hold on a second. I love the fact that he said it, and I think it's fitting that he said it. And I'm going to tell you why. There's a difference between Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Michael Jordan, in the NBA championship, never lost. So he never had doubters because he went to six finals. He went six and oh, he won six MVPs. LeBron James going into the game last night had gone to nine finals, had won three championships, had lost six. And a, lot of people, and a lot of people have said that he's more of a loser than a winner because of it. Maybe not a lot of people, maybe the minority, maybe it's split down the middle. Why do people say these things about LeBron James? I'm going to tell you why. They don't, there's a lot of people that don't like LeBron James. The fact that he wanted out of Cleveland, it turned them off. The fact that he went to Miami to build a team there or join Bosch and Dwayne, it turned them off. The fact that he made his announcement on television, it turned them off. There's a lot of things that LeBron James has done that have turned people off. And because LeBron James had lost six times in the final, there are doubters. But Sean, should there really be doubters? This guy's two months away from his 36th birthday. He is probably the most dominant 36-year-old in the world right now, alongside Cristiano Ronaldo. There's nobody else that really that I can think of. Federer is not as dominant as he is. Nadal is 34 years old. There's no other guy who's two months shy of his 36th birthday who's this big, this strong, this much of a winner, this much of a leader. And I'm going to tell you this. I owe LeBron James an apology. Because when LeBron James said last night, I want my damn respect. 
about eight months ago on this very same podcast, I said that the best basketball player in the world is Kawhi Leonard. And for me, LeBron James is number two. Why did I say that? Because Kawhi Leonard had had a great playoff the year before, and I was willing to close my eyes to 16 years of greatness that LeBron James have done to say that I had LeBron James at number two. I was wrong. LeBron James, until proven otherwise, is the best player in basketball today. Oh, stop. Stop. Not the best player in the NBA today? Guess what? Eight months now to the future? Now I'm on the sick podcast to tell you how wrong you were eight months ago because the best player on the planet has to go to every microphone and demand respect. That's how that's how badass Michael Jordan was. That's how universally respected Michael Jordan was. That he didn't need to say that. He didn't need to pull a LeBron. Well, whether he needed to say it or not. Any of that. Let me ask you a question. Today, the day after the Lakers won the championship, and LeBron James won the MVP. Yeah. Who's the best player in basketball today? If you needed, if you could have one guy yeah. to win one game, who would it be? Probably Kawhi Leonard. Well, I said Kawhi eight months ago. LeBron, I got to take that back. I think LeBron is not the wrong answer. It's, you're not going to be universally mocked here. But I find it funny. I, I just can't. I just can't look away from the fact that LeBron James is demanding respect. The best player on the planet is out here crying and demanding respect. When the only team that realistically, Tony, please, and spare me everything about how fun Utah was and, and how dangerous Jimmy Butler was. And, and Goran Dragic had to be shot up because he's got plantar fasciitis and he wanted to, to gut out a victory yesterday for his team and all that. As good as all of those storylines were, there was only one team that had a realistic shot at beating LeBron James. And that was Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and Doc Rivers and Patrick Beverly and yeah. the L.A. And that didn't, and the LA Clippers, excuse me, and that didn't happen. And that didn't happen. LeBron, great. Fourth title, third team, fantastic. Kudos. I loved watching him play. I thought defensively that LA Lakers team was an absolute force um, in their series clinching victory yesterday. But please spare me the drama. Spare okay. me the drama here. All right. So he didn't have, it wasn't the most difficult run that they ever had. But the people that say that, are the same people that are saying that he lost in the final with the Cleveland team when the Cleveland team wasn't good enough to make it to the final. And the only reason why they got there was LeBron James. Come on, man. This is what he's talking about when he says he deserves his respect. And you know what? Kawhi Leonard ruined the entire thing. First of all, he wanted no part of the bubble. None. He wanted to get out of there. He wasn't willing to stick it out. He wasn't willing to play his best basketball. He underachieved in the playoffs. And the team that could have given... The L.A. Lakers, the biggest run, actually would have been the Toronto Raptors if Kawhi stayed there. He ruined Kawhi ruined basketball this year. I'm just saying, when I look at the L.A. Lakers, a lot of breaks went their way. I think they got fortunate. But ultimately, I tip my cap to L.A. I tip my cap to LeBron James. They're full value for a series victory. You don't always run into a favorite. You don't always run into a favorite. But are the L.A. Let me ask you. Are the L.A. Lakers and LeBron James, are they, are you on my side and thinking that it's a full value championship victory or does it come with a little caveat? Yeah, but. No, 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 no. It's full value because I'm going to tell you this, all right? And the same thing could be said for the National Hockey League that also played in bubbles, okay? This year was the most challenging year because players had to stop playing, had to maintain their form, had to stay mentally sharp, physically and athletically sharp 
come back and be able to gut it out in the bubble and do it without the inspiration and the motivation of the fans. Also, I'm going to tell you this. If they had not won this year, a lot of people were going to take shots at him and say that following the tragic death of Kobe and Jana, that LeBron wasn't able to deliver on a championship. He was motivated. They, they were motivated for Kobe. They were motivated for Jana. They were motivated to bring an NBA championship to Los Angeles, something that's been missing since 2010. And then when he signed with the Lakers, he told Jeannie Buss that this was going to happen. He convinced Anthony, uh, Anthony Davis that, you know what, come to Los Angeles and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help make you a winner because every star needs help. And he was there. And I'm going to tell you something. The other night when Danny Green missed that shot, LeBron was getting criticized from people who are haters and nothing but haters by saying that with the game on the line, LeBron didn't go for it. I got oh, for you. LeBron defers. He's a defer. It's what he does. Stop. Please. Please stop. He had three people in front of him with their hands up defending him and had another player two feet away from him. He had four players on him in professional sports. Any coach will tell you that you bring the opposition to you and you bring two guys to you, one man is open. He brought four guys to him. In the NBA, where there's only five guys on the floor, you only want the ball in one person's hand in clutch time with the game on the line. That's it. You only, and it always Correct. works. Whether, whether you're Michael Jordan or Patrick Ewing or Allen Iverson or Shaquille O'Neal or Kobe Bryant, you think Kobe, what do you think Kobe's doing in that situation? If you think he's passing, you're out to lunch. You've eaten way too many cannolis. You're drunk on pasta sauce. Hold Kobe on. Bryant. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's Never. not bring the cannolis into this because now I'm hungry and I want to shut off this podcast. Listen to me and listen to me carefully. You ask any coach in the world and not a fan if LeBron made the right play by giving the ball to a wide-open Danny Green with four men on him, you think there's one coach in the world who's going to say he made a mistake? You think there's one coach who's going to say he made the wrong play? You think there's one coach who's going to criticize him? Really? What do you think happened when LeBron went home? Do you wish that he didn't pass the ball to Danny Green? Because he said after the game he wished the shot went off his hand. Danny Green makes that shot. Nobody's talking about it. Come on, man. It was the smart thing to do. Didn't make that shot, and Rajon Rondo came off the bench and dropped 19 points in a, in a in a game six clinching victory. All I'm saying is, LeBron James and the LA Lakers, while full value for the victory, the intensity, the drama was off the charts. But I'm not I'm not blown away. The LA Lakers got lucky. Okay. Without Anthony Davis and that bench support, I don't know if he wins a fourth title. Well, nobody wins by themselves. You, everybody needs bench I'm support like, and, like and, and somebody else to carry the load. But I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. The one thing we could say for sure, you and I can argue till we're blue in the face. Look, you know, one day I wake up and I think Michael Jordan was the best basketball player of all time. And the next day I wake up and I think it might be LeBron. Okay, but ultimately I might side with Michael because when Michael won his first championship, I was 19. By the time he had won his sixth championship, I was in my mid-20s. That's when we were the biggest fans that we ever were, right? And my kids nowadays who are 15 and 17, who never saw Michael with the exception of a few videos and the Last Dance documentary, will tell you that LeBron James. But this is what this does for LeBron's legacy. When he says, give me my damn respect, this is what it does. Listen carefully. It makes him, no matter who you're speaking to, on anyone's list, he has to go down as the top two already. You talked about Kobe would have made that shot. I've heard about Kobe. I've heard about Magic. I've heard about Kareem. LeBron James, he's not number one on your list. That's fine. He is arguably a top two basketball player of all time. 
True or who's, false? No one, no one, no one with a basketball IQ is going to argue that point. Nobody well, is. I mean, you just <laughs> argued that you just argued that Kobe would have made the shot. No, I didn't say Kobe would have made the shot. I said Kobe would have taken the shot. Okay, he would have taken the shot. LeBron defers. You know what? You know what else LeBron is an MVP at? Whining like a little baby when Giannis won the MVP. Yeah. And now when the LA Lakers won the title, what's he doing? Bitching and moaning, bitching and moaning. Just be quiet. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. When Giannis won the MVP, what did he complain about? He didn't complain about Giannis winning the MVP. He, he, didn't win it. he got 19 first place votes. He was right. Giannis, Giannis was the full legit MVP. LeBron, stay in your lane. You weren't the MVP this year. Be quiet. It's All right. okay. I'm going to tell you something else. Kobe takes that shot the other night in game five and he misses. Nobody says anything. I disagree. You know what they say? Winners want the ball with the game on the line and they take their shots. But if he misses, nobody criticizes him for missing. Everyone oh. will say that Kobe's great. But oh. LeBron, LeBron, in some people's eyes, can do no right. And that's it. The sick podcast is done. NBA LeBron edition. Okay, LeBron. He's, He's the best in the world. Face it. I agree. He's the best in the world. Fine. You got me to say it. You happy? Yes. Make sure you uh, follow the podcast, Sick Media, Sick Podcast, on all your social platforms and wherever podcasts can be found. Tony, we'll see you soon. Cheers, brother. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next week. Follow the Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.